Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. I don't know if the Bears got good news or bad news or whatever, however you deem this. Again, I'd rather, I wish we could talk about a championship parade instead of the White Sox and the Bears largely sucking for the better part of 30 years. Yep, they stink. Uh, I I wish we could talk about championship parades instead of, like, which one of our crappy teams... Hold on, the White Sox had one. Yeah, I know. And according to the news media, there were 14 million people watching the parade. Right. I wish we could talk about parades like we did in the 90s with the Bulls or in the, 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 the teens with the Blackhawks. Instead of which of our crappy teams is begging for public money to build new stadiums. I don't like this. I don't. I don't. God forbid we actually talked about our teams doing something productive and good on the field. Like finding the right players and winning year in and year out. But instead, we talk about who's getting the money and where the tax money is going to come from and who's footing the bill and how long it's going to take to build and where they're going to build and what the politicians in each town are going to do to bend over backwards to just take it from these billionaire owners. And we'll deal with the ramifications later. And, of course, the people, all of us, will have to, in turn, deal with it. God forbid we talk about a great quarterback. We could agree on that. Yes, and am I the only one that gets, I'm, like, I'm very triggered by all this and very annoyed by it. I'm annoyed by it. I'm annoyed to wake up and read in the paper stories like this every day. It's annoying. The politicians are annoying. Government is annoying. The Bears and the White Sox are annoying. It's all annoying you're, to me. You're very bothered by it. I am. Yeah. I'm bothered and triggered by it. Yes. yes. When I see a Kansas City Chiefs championship bus, float, double-decker bus, bus. Go down our street. Utilize the our city street. Yep. That's it. With back-to-back, back-to-back Super Bowl champions splashed across the side. Rings. I think they had championship rings on there, too. I get annoyed by it. Let's yep. read about the tax assessment, guys. And another quarterback the Bears will F up in three years. Who says they're going to F them up? Right. Come on, Carm. Maybe Thanks. this is a new uh, new leaf being turned over. It's a new uh, new era, new group. Maybe new- maybe Justin's staying. Maybe they're maybe maybe yeah. he's their guy. Uh, yeah. You you can get minus one thousand mm-hmm. odds on that on DraftKings. I think minus one thousand for Caleb, minus, the not- Caleb Williams draft. Yes, yeah, yeah. he's minus one thousand yeah. to go number one. Is it go to the Bears or go number one? I think go, was it go to the Bears? Go yeah. to the Bears. Oh, go yeah. to the Bears now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. I think Carm was triggered. That, yeah, that's the thing that when you were uh, on vacation, Sylvie, the shifting uh, was massive. The betting markets have now kind of come around on it's the like idea. It's like an earthquake. So what is he to go number one? It's got to be just, it's got to be minus, what, 2,500 or yeah, something like that? It's a number that's not worth touching. Yes. Yeah. Because at one point, you could have gotten decent value on him going number one. Yeah. At like minus, what, 600? Which which wouldn't have been bad, no, because everyone thinks he's well, going to go number one. There was a time one. as well where Justin the 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 odds were the favorites for where he would play next year was Chicago. That's not the case anymore. So going back to Carmen's rant, and I got so much here that I got to get to. I got in my car. I didn't know what he was talking about. Then sure enough, I saw one of these buses. I did not know what he was talking about either until I just I saw it about an hour ago go down the street. 
So I guess we have these, you know, these red double double decker buses. If you're if you've ever lived in Chicago, if you've ever um, even if you're from the burbs and you've just visited Chicago, we've got these double decker buses that tour the city that you can go on and, and you could check out all the buildings that they've painted for the Kansas City Chiefs parade. They outsourced them to Kansas City for the parade, and they're still painted, and they're back here. How did they get there, by the way? Because I, they drove. I just, well, I'm, that's why I'm wondering. So you're going to take a bus eight hours and six minutes? A bunch of buses? That's usually how buses get places. Well, I know you. Maybe you could you? throw them on a. Maybe you could throw them on a train or something, and, and haul them that way, or maybe you throw them on a trailer. I don't know. No, you go on a highway. Like really, who wants to do that? Hey, we need a couple of buses. Why don't you drive eight hours to bring us your buses? <laughs> like really, put them on a train. Can't you find well, a place that's closer than eight hours away to find a bus? For Christ's sake, how many cities do you think are? big enough to have buses drive around that for I'm not, I'm not I sure I, I, I gotta admit Meller I didn't know that there was a, sh- a double decker bus shortage or like <laughs> that, that we were like the only city that would have double decker buses I like, think we're I, the only city, but we're the closest big city to Saint, Kansas City. Does St. Louis have double-deckers? I don't spend a lot <laughs> of time in St. Louis. Here's the arch. Why not? And there's Saint, Bush Stadium. Yes, yeah, Sylvie Louis just covered it. There's the arch. Yes, That's St. Louis. This is LeCleed's Landing. You don't need a double-decker bus for that. Someone there's, just, bu- there's Bush Stadium. Someone just called in. They work in that industry, and they say they decal them up here, and then they load them up on semi-trucks because they can't drive that far. Right. You load Why, them up on Why semi- can't a bus drive that far? I don't know. That's, they're not equipped for it. They, they can't handle that, but they get put on a truck, Terrible taken gas down mileage. there, and then they get brought back up. Somebody, by the way, the coach Bruce just tweeted me. Someone got a picture of it. I'll retweet it so you can see what we're talking about. That set Carmen off. So Carmen, it, 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 the bus that says it's a red double-decker bus from here yeah. that's painted world champions and it's got the Chiefs logo and everything. They used it for the championship parade. It's back here now and it's still... You know how they got it back here? They put it on a truck <laughs> and they brought it over. They didn't drive it. I, that's, that still strikes me odd. It doesn't strike me you odd. Do, that's why I said it. You got to get, uh, if you're the Chiefs and you... You're paying for all that. You got to get Vince Vaughn to be your bus driver for the day. Remember First of all, the though, breakup? I, the, his you character. Drive, you drive. When was the last time you saw one of those the, those bad boys on the highway? They don't go on well, the it's highway. It's not a moped. I get it, but it's also not a it's not a Mack truck that's built for highway driving. It's built to drive up and down and people to wave. I know. And look at stuff. It's not like it's not it's not like people are on board. You go 55 on that thing. 60. I'm just, it's not shocked that they hauled those things out. And then, like, I'm getting this a lot, too, because I wrote last week about the stadium issue, about I want the Bears to just focus on building a winner. I don't care about the stadium. This is like your whole thing that you've said for years to listeners. Our team should be able to walk and chew gum at the same damn time. That's not asking a lot. Our our front office should be able to identify a great quarterback, and then management like correct Kevin Warren should be able to build the city of Chicago a world class stadium in the right place. 
By the way, people understand, right, that functioning successful businesses have different departments. Like one at over here, accounting takes care of all of that. And over here, I got a sales department. Are, are you guys here. new here? You, you realize that our franchise chews gum and then falls asleep and wakes up with it stuck in their hair. That's what our franchise has been doing for the last I 20 know, years. I know, but it doesn't mean that we should just lower the standards then. Right. Let's start with chewing gum. Then we'll try and walk. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's possible. I'm really not. I'm not. Okay? I'm just, I'm not. Like, the Lakers built uh, L.A. Live, Staples Center, and they put together championship team after championship team. God forbid they're able to multitask with those billions of dollars. Like, I go to L.A. again with SoFi. Like, SoFi, they have Sean McVay, they won a world championship, and they have one of the best new stadiums around. I'll tell you this. I'll take one or the other, but I think you should be able to do both. Why not? Of Why, course I mean, like, you should. Like, like, we're outsourcing buses. We've got all the buses, but we can't have anything else. <laughs> Let's go to Chicago for the buses. Yeah. They suck when it comes well, to quarterbacks. They're not coming to us stadiums. for quarterbacks. <laughs> That's what I mean. Right. So, I mean, might as well give them something. Call Chicago. They're not using the buses for parades. Right. Get them up here to Kansas City. Of or course. down here to Kansas City. How many double-decker buses are you driving up and down Chicago streets in bad weather? We've got the best skyline in the world. We've got now the you sound best like Kevin restaurants. Warren. Now you sound like Kevin I know, Warren. but we got the best restaurants. We've got world class museums, and like our fans think that we can't build a good stadium and find a quarterback. Prove well, our why? prove our fans wrong. They haven't been proven wrong over the last twenty know, years. Hey, listen, this is my gripe for a lot of stuff. Why is everybody saying that, that you shouldn't even try to draft a quarterback at one because we've never developed right, one? Like we have, what happened to our, our, our city? What happened to people in this town where they, you just being okay or middle of the pack is just good enough for you? Right? Oh, it's not going to happen for us anyway, so we might as well not even ask for it. Like, really? Like, I, I don't understand. Why do, have we set the bar so low in so many ways? Uh, you know the Bulls team. Well, they're competitive. They're in the ninth uh, seed. They're they're trying to get into the play-in tournament. Like wh- wh- well, when gum keeps getting stuck in your hair over and over again, year hair, after year, your ear, your hair, you start to how say, you know the, what? The let's let's stop ear. going to sleep with gum in our mouth. But how many how many of our team's fan bases are like that besides the Bears? Because Cubs fans were never like that. Like we. Uh, it, for, at least for me, like, I never g- gave up demand. It wasn't like, well, we didn't win for 95 years, so I'm just giving up. <laughs> like, we just kept we kept saying, well, damn it, like, find someone who could build build it right. Rebuild Wrigley, rebuild and, and, and build a damn champion already. There were some Cubs fans that embraced, though, you know. The, the, ble- the, ble- the bleacher lifestyle. Yeah, the lover, lovable loser Get drunk aspect. in the bleachers and watch Sammy hit some dongs. That was the rallying cry for a good five years. I, I, not, not with everybody. No, no, it's never with everybody. But there were some that embraced that. <sighs> Listen, I, my hope is not like I've flip-flopped a thousand times here. At first, I was all in. 99%. This not? stadium's going to be in Arlington. Then I heard Kevin Warren you know, basically reading poetry about the lakefront. And I'm like, okay, there's no doubt. He's here. He's they're going to build this downtown. He has a he has a resume filled with building a stadium that once was out in the suburbs and 
Eventually, they switch gears and they build. Okay, now I'm downtown. Well, now Jerry Reinsdorf comes over and does the shell game on you. And Lickety Split gets down to Springfield and soaks up all of the public funding. And now I'm back in, in Arlington Heights. The story here says, well, they got a little bit of a tax break here. Now I'm back in Arlington Heights. My my brain is back. Bear is that Stadium. where you are? Where today? Bears, the, put it down. Paradise in Arlington Heights. He really? I'm back. I'm not. I think he lives downtown. He wants. He wants. To get his, well, how's he going to do it? He wants his car washed in his condo. I can't get that how's out of my do brain. It? He gets his car washed Who's in his condo it? and he goes right over. Who's there. financing it? I don't know. Where, how are they going to do it? Big Cat spoke the, the, I think the, the, the best truth of all. How do you, where, where's everybody going to park? <laughs> the best thing is, is when they build news, the new stadium and then they take up the, the south lot as they're built all the cranes in the air and they're where building you your car. Where, where, how are we going to have any room for anything well, there? What's going to happen while the other, the other, uh, project is underway in the old 78? Is that the, the the where the Sox Park's going? I, I think yeah. so. I but no, no, but like we, we better not. The Bears better not be playing in Champagne again for two or three years. They wouldn't well, do that, why, right? Yeah, why would where you have would to they do that? Play? It's the Soldier current Field. Soldier Field, and everyone would be. Where would they park? Where oh, would people they don't park? Care. They don't. You're right. You, you, take, you take the train. Walk. More Bears fans on the train get to take that trek walk. to and from the museum campus. It's craziness. Uh, this is what Biggs wrote today, too. And then 312-332-3776. I owe you, Justin, and then we got to get to calls. I thought this was, this was in his mailbag today in the Tribune. He said, at this point, I'd be surprised if the Bears don't use the number one pick on a quarterback. And I'd be stunned if they made a small trade down, say, between two and four, and then didn't take a quarterback. So what he's saying is if they do go between two and four, they're not doing it to take Marvin Harrison Jr. He says, and then this is this is the money part. He says, from my perspective, there is no internal debate in which the Bears are kicking around the idea of keeping Justin Fields versus drafting a quarterback. I believe the work being done is to determine which quarterback they should select. So the whole Fields versus Caleb Williams debate is a pointless exercise. That, to me, from any reporter in town is is black and white, as I've heard anyone make a proclamation in saying it's not Caleb versus Justin. It's quarter new quarterback versus new quarterback, and that is the only decision the Bears are making. They're moving on from Justin, according to Brad Biggs in his mailbag, and this is a pointless exercise if you think they're debating Caleb Williams versus Justin Fields. Biggs, he doesn't get things like this wrong very often, no. if ever. And, and remember, he was one of the first to go on record saying Eberflus that, was back. that Eberflus, the tea leaves are pointing Look, to Eberflus. I, I, I think, and again, like, uh, it, I don't know how much it, it has shifted since you left, but I think the fellows would agree as well. Wouldn't you say, guys, that like the consensus has been building for quite some time? And I don't, I, I don't think you can find many people outside of really dedicated Justin Fields fans that would be willing to suggest that it's likely that they're going to remain status quo and move this pick. I think that pretty much anyone in the industry believes strongly that the Bears are going to do exactly what 
Brad Biggs said they're going to do. A pointless exercise. That is as, as point blank as you can put it right there. Um, here's uh, Justin Fields on the St. Brown podcast. Do you want to stay in Chicago? Do you want to stay in Chicago or what's up? Yeah, of course. Of course I want to stay. I can't see myself playing in another place, but if it was up to me, I would want to stay in Chicago. I love right. the city. The city's lit. The, the fans are, you know, they're great. Mm-hmm. And the people, it's a business. I ain't got no control over it. So whatever right. happens, happens. But I feel like the biggest thing with all this going on right now, I just want it to be over. Like, just let me know if I'm getting traded. Let me know if I'm staying, this and that. Because I like watching film in the offseason. I like watching the offense. You feel me? Seeing what they're going to do a lot and uh, stuff like that. So. So I don't whether, blame him. Yeah, and whether you believe he unfouled the Bears because he's done with the Bears, he told you right there flat out. He wants he to d- stay. He wants to stay. And he wants the decision to be made sooner rather than later. And I don't blame him about that either. We talked about this yesterday as well, Peggy, and I I think the Bears, for the most part, are going to handle this in a very, I think, as classy a way as you could expect. I think they appreciate him. I think they respect him. I think they've acknowledged how hard a worker he is, how good a a kid he is, how much of a leader he was for that team. I don't think they're going to do him wrong by leaving him hanging in any way, shape, or form. I think they've been tight-lipped about what's going on. I don't think they've leaked a lot of stuff. I think they're going to handle this situation as delicately as possible out of respect to him. But it doesn't mean that they're going to maintain the relationship with him and move forward with Because they do owe that part to him. Absolutely. Because, again, they did, as a caller pointed out today on Cap and Jay Hood, they they got bad on purpose when he was trying to get better. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, those two things don't normally match. Listen, we, we can have this conversation until we're all passed out. They did. They didn't do him a favor in a lot of ways. He was not dealt a great hand on a number of fronts. Now, there are people that cover this team that that that, that follows whatever people that watch this team that want to blame everyone but the quarterback for all that has gone wrong, and I don't agree with that. I've always been very open-minded about, though, that he was dealt a bad hand on a number of fronts. Jimmy on the north side, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jimmy? What's up, fellas? Welcome back, Sylvie. Thank you. Um, yeah, so, you know, the social media thing, you know, I, I guess it does have a little bit of meaning, but better way to, of expressing yourself than having a stroke like Colin Hurd. Uh, <laughs> Coward going, uh, radio station, radio station, taking a dump on our team, but um, and by the way, the uh, Kevin Warren being ranked the 20th most powerful person in Chicago is the most hilarious thing I've ever heard, If especially 20 spots higher than Pat Ryan. Um, but I wanted to ask you guys a quick question. If you guys, if you're uh, career dependent on it next year and you needed to win 11 games, are you guys taking Justin Fields? And let's say, let's just say hypothetically they get Bowers and Marvin Harrison. Who does? Or are you taking are you taking Caleb Williams? And by and my question is, how would you know that you would take Caleb Williams? NFL experts suck at predicting not only the draft, but quarterbacks and the outcome. And what and general managers are doing different things now. Like they draft two running backs in the top twelve last year, and people would laugh you off. Uh, you know, people give you you get tweeted Bears Twitter to the ground if you try to suggest something like that. So what do you guys think? I so which yeah. ask the question again, Jimmy. Which, which, you got to win 11, you got to win 11 games. Okay. Which route do you take? 
next year. Next year. Which team? Well, whose team? Do I have this the Bears Chicago team? Bears. Chicago Bears. Yeah, that's right. Chicago. The Bears or, like, is Justin going so Bears, where? No, no, no. Okay. So the, if the Bears win 11 games next year, and your career depends on them winning 11 games. Well, what if, there's, which if, which if neither team wins or, the, or neither option wins 11 games? The team. I'll, I'll answer your put question this way. I'll, I'll, put, I'll say this to you, Jimmy, and, and, I, and I said all along, I haven't watched every snap of Caleb Williams. I don't think I can get to 11 wins with Justin. With Justin. So I'll try with Caleb Williams. How about that? If that that's the way, I can't so guarantee. He, he's not saying Justin in Atlanta or Justin in Pittsburgh. He's I think saying he's saying building with this the team. Bears with yeah. Justin or building the Bears yes. with Caleb. Boyd. And I know what people are going to say. He hasn't been surrounded by enough. Fair. They did not score an offensive touchdown on a drive, a legitimate drive, in three of those the final whatever eight or nine games. He he was the quarterback in when he came back from the injury. Saw a lot of progress on a lot of in a lot of areas. You can't play the, the – I, I don't give you credit for the – it wasn't a touchdown drive against Cleveland. It, Eddie Jackson gave you the ball at the one. It took you six plays to get in. So I don't even count that. Whether it was Cleveland, it was Minnesota, or it was the Green Bay Packers at the end of the season, there are three games in the last eight games of the season where you didn't score an offensive touchdown. Was your line great? No. Was your offensive coordinator the best in the league? No. But anybody who ignores that the quarterback position also played a role in some of that – I just think your, your head's in the sand. I just do. Larry in Bellwood, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Larry? Hey, how you doing, sir? We're good. Man, I'm a, I listen all the time. This is my first time calling. Thank well, you. My whole take on the Bears is we finally got a stud quarterback. I love his demeanor. I don't think he's nervous out there. He knows the game. He just needs to get better in certain areas, and he's improved, but we talk about him going through his progressions, you know, downfield, you know, his safety. But what I am not – what I'm disappointed about is we didn't put the people on the field, that O-line, to give him a chance to do what he needed to do. Because if you look at the games we've lost, a touchdown here, you know, we could have very well been in the playoffs – if we've had uh, a couple of extra, oh, other players, is what I'm trying to say. I, I, and Larry, I, I will agree with you, as I've said, that I don't believe that they did him any favors with a lot of stuff. I also look at what the Houston Texans were able to accomplish with Tank Dell and Nico Collins and others. I look north and see what Jordan Love has been able to accomplish with a group of wide receivers that most people who follow the league fairly closely had no idea who any of them are. Do you need talent around you to be good at that position? Yeah. But you should also, if you find the right guy, that guy will raise the level of play of people around him. We keep asking for the Bears to surround the quarterback with more talent. How about we draft a quarterback as well that maybe makes everybody else around him better? Maybe he's the multiplier. That's the way the position is supposed to unfold. You invest. That's why they get paid the most. That's why those guys are usually the first overall pick in drafts because they're the most important players. So I don't understand why we don't expect the quarterback to also make others around him better. That offensive line isn't great, but if you slide a little left or you slide a little right or you throw the ball out of bounds and don't take a sack, then maybe the sack totals go down a little bit and the offensive line is more well thought of. Like it all works together. Yeah. Yeah, Barry in Bronzeville. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Barry? 
Hey, not much. Sylvie, welcome back, buddy. I was in Cancun myself and got a new girlfriend while Ooh. I was there. Oh, wow. So, Very nice. Wait, wait, did you meet the girlfriend in Cancun? No, we had been dating for a while, and we were out one night, and I said, you know, you should be my girlfriend. And she said, yeah, I should be. <laughs> and a couple of weeks later, I asked, I said, I told her, I said, I really like having you as my girlfriend. She said, you never asked me. You told me I should be a girlfriend. So she told me I had to ask her in a romantic setting. So I asked her for, at dinner on the beach and gave her a little ring and everything else and the rest of it. Very history. nice. Congratulations. Like yes. Thank you. Hey, real quick, guys, let me say something. Suppose these guys in the Bears front office are playing possum. They understand how social media works with the unfollowing on Twitter and all of this other stuff. Suppose they pull Justin in the room and say, hey, you know what? We're in love with you. We're going to keep you here and everything else. But we want to drive the price up. We want to think everybody, let everybody think that we're going to get rid of you and draft Caleb. Now, all of a sudden, you got all of these people saying, well, if Justin's going, that means they go after Caleb. So now we need to go ahead and up our ante if we want to try to get Caleb. That's what I'm thinking might be going on here. That's right. You're not the first to say that. There, I saw some other people who think that this is one big power play by Ryan Pauls. This is all being orchestrated. How does that work? Behind the scenes. He convinces Justin Fields to unfollow yes, them on yes. Instagram. This is one big show. How does that drive this up one the price on Broadway anything? production to drive up the price of the number one pick? Because there's no way that the Bears... Are, are getting rid of the number one pick, which makes people want the number one pick more. I'm not saying I believe it. There's a belief, like Barry said, that people think that this is an orchestrated production behind the scenes by Poles and Justin. I'm going to follow the lead that, that, that Biggs... Out there. And I'll, all the I'll general managers. Yeah, I'll, I'll follow. Him. Okay. 312 332 3776. That's a phone number. Miller loves it. <laughs> and Waddle's World uh, coming up plus an hour from now. Justin Steele is going to join us. Maybe that will be Justin uh, Steelers. Well, Justin yeah, Steelers. Yeah, we'll, Justin Steele. We have Justin Fields who may become a Steeler, and his nickname will be Justin Steeler. Right? If it works, yeah. But Justin Steele from the Cubs is going to join us in an hour. This is Waddle's World. And in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run, he's not fast, but he gets open. Bears legend. Amazing. Nine career TDs in the NFL. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him. Tom Waddle. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? It's time to find out what's on Tom's mind. Is that why you are here? As we go inside Waddle's World. Oh, yeah. Waddle's World is brought to you by our great friends and partners at Wintrust Community Banks. They are Chicago's banks. To find your nearest Wintrust Community Bank, visit Wintrust.com slash find us. Remember, FDIC. I'd like to dedicate this version of Waddle's World to our good friend Carmen DeFalco, who loves a great conversation about public funding for professional sports teams <laughs> and their buildings. Uh, this is a uh, tweet that just came out from Tamon Bradley, who worked for WGN. I think he was the one He's that first all over this. had the renderings of what the White Sox were thinking about doing in the 78. Uh, he tweeted, looks like the Sox put the ball in play. Mayor Johnson strikes an optimistic tone about the ball club's plans for the 78. Quote, those conversations are being had, and there are some promising developments that eventually we'll be able to talk about out loud, said Johnson. I believe Jeff Meller 
has his hands on some audio on this conversation or this yeah, I think, topic. So that's probably the money quote that you will see floating around a lot of the headlines tomorrow. But I thought it was interesting because he was pressed later in the press conference about the idea of giving public money Listen up, to Carl. a privately owned organization. And this was uh, the question and response from Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson. And this is for the mayor. Um, so, like, we're discussing $1.25 billion, right, for affordable housing and economic development and the kind of things that you you talked about on the campaign trail but it's it's just struck me during the press conference 1.2 billion is is roughly what the white Sox are asking to to subsidize their new stadium uh you know in your question or the question earlier you said all options are on the table you know why is that why are you keeping the option open to approve taxpayer dollars to subsidize a privately owned stadium uh, and just to add to that sorry uh you know this this Speak could also apologize. include go ahead include additional TIF subsidies from that currently existing TIF. My understanding is they may come to the city and ask for additional subsidies beyond the $551 million. Yeah, they might, Justin, but there's no guarantee that they'll get it from the city. You know, what I've said repeatedly is that we need to make sure that our investments have real public benefit um, and that there has to be a, a commitment to public use. And those conversations are being had, and there are some promising developments that that eventually we'll be able to talk about out loud. The reason why I said it's important that we have a full discussion, because it will never be said that my administration just shut down conversations. You know, even with the decision around ShotSpotter, you know, I was very thoughtful about how we... um, dismissed that particular form of technology. But it didn't mean that I could not come up with a variation that allowed for us to collect some data and then to build tools towards what public safety ultimately um, really needs, which is a holistic approach. So in everything that I've, I've done is that, that there are people who have positions and stances that are different than mine, and I'm willing to hear and listen to, and listen to them. I have not made a commitment. I'm just saying that I'm, we're just open to the discussion. That's all. And the Bears were not mentioned in any of that. So it sounds like Jerry Reinsdorf has done what Jerry does, and he's very astute businessman. Sounds like he has beaten the Bears to the punch. Was Bears in Arlington Heights, baby. Well, well, I don't know. I mean, was the key there, guys, the stuff about the public benefit? Because what we've read about the White Sox plan is the development of that whole land were there the, the 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 condos and all the benefit that it has for that entire area more than just a stadium? Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, that's, no, that's the a, promise. Yeah, exactly. That's the, that's right. kind of how they set out to do it. Whether or not they're able to execute that, but isn't that what he accentuated too? Is I, he said that that I'm always going to be open to yes. the like basically the greater good of? I think that there is no doubt that they are going to pander to the to the sports owners to do deals like this and promise that it's going to have a positive impact on the community and the places that are being serviced i don't know if that ever really the promise is is ever really realized the benefit that they're hoping to create for those in the area around it i'm not sure you ever get that he still i would think i'm not a politician i don't know anything about city politics 
But wouldn't you think that the mayor, Brandon Johnson, after what happened with Lori Lightfoot, wants to have that on his resume that he saved the Bears from going to the suburbs? Maybe so, but does he have that ability to do it if, in fact, the, the public funding that exists is going to be sopped up? Like gravy on bread by the White Sox. Like, it, like I don't know if, how much we had this conversation while you were here, Sylvie. Like, they're not both getting a stadium, no, right? No, 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 Do you, no. I There's mean, not enough money for it. You wouldn't think, right? You don't, you're not going to have both the Sox and the Bears being this funded. Thing, this thing is moving quicker than the investigation on who <laughs> no shot question. someone in the outfield. Right, right. How, how are I we getting? We were getting an, an answer to like, that. Like, how are we? How are we getting quicker answers on a new stadium than? Who that? Where the hell the bullet came from? I quit asking. Answer is we will never answer that question. Yeah. We're just going to move and build a new stadium in a different location. I just again, my money's now in Arlington Heights. Is it? Yeah, I've switched. I, I think you're. Are just, you still downtown? You are like a live better. Who, I am. Uh, one minute you're betting the 49ers, the next minute you're betting the Chiefs. It's all on borrowed Touchdown, money. Yeah. 49ers. Yes. I'm betting the 49ers. I'm using public funding to actually uh, finance my wagers. You're just our Louis Riddick when I, it comes to breaking this wow, down. That's not nice. Oh, Louis, Louis is a friend, of the, a friend of the show. Come on. Like where are you? Okay, let me. So you think it's downtown? Like, I, look, I think Kevin yes, Warren would I love do. to have it down. Where's it going to be? I, I, yeah, unfortunately, I think it's going to be. Uh, Who's going to fund it? I don't know. South Lot? You got us in the South Lot, Sylvie? Yeah. 22,000. Are they going to place? 22,000 yeah. seats in uh, the building. Uh huh. Yeah. With a dome. It sounds like Wind Trust Arena. Just play some football there. Yeah, we're we're going to have uh, bathroom lines. We're going to have two concession stands in there. We're going to have four tailgating spots. With, okay. Four parking spots. How, what is the sales pitch? What, why we we got a we, we got city? a beautiful lakefront. Uh, Meller, where's your vote on where you think the stadium's going to end up? I, for the Bears, I think they are going to be forced to Arlington I'm Heights. Tyler? I think they own the land. Yes, they do own the land. Yeah, I forced. I mean, I hope. I, Tyler, where are you going? Where's your bet? I, I think reserve Arlington the right Heights. to change. Arlington Heights. I reserve but the right to change where I think it's going to happen. Just build it. I don't care. I'm with you. And I've it's lost interest. Look. You gotta start putting shovels in the ground sooner rather than later. Do they have to? The lease isn't up till twenty thirty one. But you should isn't it? make it better sooner. Better sooner, right? Let's <laughs> time it better sooner. Is that the new motto? That, that's the one uh, I'm using for Arlington Heights. Less cute, more nasty. Make it, yeah, make, better sooner. Make it better sooner. Less cute, more nasty was a pretty good rap battle cry. Oh yeah, it was. It was great. We've yeah. come up with great mottos. Yeah. Question. The new stadium for the Bears opens before or after they, make, they need to make a decision. I'm picking up the next Caleb rookie Williams quarterback. Fifth, yeah, fifth the quarterback option. option. Yes, that uh, would be great. That's a great poll question. What happens first? Caleb Williams' fifth year option gets picked up, or well, or the new stadium opens, or what? what how are you phrasing? Okay, it? now you I mean, have that's to, my, the question's got to be the decision that's being made on his fifth year. The decision is four years. And, and, well, this is I'm telling you right now. Then it's it's that's going to happen. Decision's going to happen before the, the new stadium. stadium opens. No question. Because think about it now. Justin's been in the league three years. You have to make this decision before March or excuse me, May second. I think you have to say then his fifth year option gets picked up. Okay. Or well, that's not a timing issue. Then that's that's an evaluation if, of the play. If and when. That's both. Here's the deal. When if, if and you, if. 
If you draft Caleb Williams and well, three years later you're not picking up his fifth year option, well, and, and we're Justin in trouble. celebrating his second Super Bowl we're victory all, we're in, in, trouble. in right. Pittsburgh, it's going to be a new crew decided on where, where, and when. I don't think that's going to be the case. Though. By the way, I, I know Meller. I guess Meller said when I was gone, you guys told me, uh, and there was a text chain going on about the Patriots documentary. Yes. Again, like our battle cry is just get it right. Here's another motto that we have about the quarterback thing. We right. don't care who it is. Right. Just get it right. Yeah. There's a part where Scott Pioli is talking about the decision that they made about Bledsoe and Brady. And everyone's got to watch this. I watched the first two episodes. When they decided to go with Brady. And Robert Kraft was not a fan of the move. Robert Kraft... Was a Bledsoe fan? Bledsoe and was not a fan. He said, we could have forced Belichick to do it. And Pioli said, look, he looked at Belichick and said, we just have to be right or we're getting fired. Yeah. So it, it reminded me of this Bears thing. Get it, it does, right. It doesn't matter who they pick. Get it, it right. It, they have to be right. Yes. And Belichick was right. And look at the way it changed the course of how he's viewed as a coach. No question. No doubt. I don't think Bledsoe's a big fan of the organization to this day, right? I mean, he's still kind of salty oh, about how it has happened. His wife, too. Yeah. His wife is being interviewed in this. Yeah. And I think even to, de- to this date, like, there's some frosty feelings. There's some great footage of camcorder footage of Brady's first. Did you know that? I think it was Ty Law's place. Brady and Nugent bought Ty Law's I did not know that. I did not know that. And he sold it to them. I think it was Ty Law. Um, I always get Law on the other defensive Lawyer Malloy. Lawyer Malloy. I think it was Law, though. And he bought it. There's some great footage in this entire... It it is so good. I'm shocked you haven't watched it. You're going to love it, dude. Download it for your flight. Yeah, I'm going to. Now, the third episode comes out today, right? Oh, really? Has it come out yet? I think they're dropping it in two... They're dropping two at a time, aren't they? Oh, I didn't know that. Like corn dogs, they dropping the. I think I thought they were following the uh, okay. the uh, last dance. Well, at least mo- I got two model. of them. I got two of them coming. You know how the last dance you'd get two episodes. I didn't know they were that there were only two out. So I, I think there's only two out, right? And I'll check. I thought so. Uh, speaking also about politics, local politics. You remember the story I brought to you about? It was in New Hampshire. And it was really odd and made everyone uncomfortable about the adult diaper spa. Oh yeah. With your, and then we started talking about your going a diaper. Yeah, uh, the adult diaper spa was denied zoning, uh, the zoning permit in Atkinson, New Hampshire, over concerns from the residents. They put their foot down collectively. A, con- a controversial business looking to open in Atkinson, New Hampshire, has been denied a zoning permit by the town. I think we had some questions about whether yeah, or not this that's... was a, you know, something they should do. Anyway, the owner of the adult diaper spa will not be allowed to operate the business out of her home either. The spa was going to cater to adults oh. who wear diapers and act like children. That's so weird. So it is a 10-part Patriots documentary, <laughs> The Dynasty. I know, I know. But it's, all I just, it's all good. It's all good. I'm sorry. Keep going. No, it's keep going. It's, it's all good. And the... They're, yes, the, the, mo- the latest two dropped today. So okay. ev- they're doing it every okay. Tuesday, two episodes, and there's 10 total. 
I don't know how they're going to cover everything. And I want to know if they're going to... Oh, Sylvie, I'll, t- I'll beat you to it. Episode four? Spygate? Spygate. Good. Which is great. And isn't there, like, I, I thought, like, some of the promotional stuff was, like, Tom Brady says, I, get, I, I had to get out of there. I couldn't take it anymore. And I know that Gronk felt that way. I think that's why Gronk retired. Right. As much as he respected Bill Belichick, I don't think he could do it anymore. That's why, you know, he, he basically retired and then went to Tampa. One of the quotes that they say, I think it's Edelman who says it, that they they worked for Belichick, but they played for Tom. Yes. It's good. Speaking of quotes, he got a box of penises in the mail, but not the ones he was looking for. Huh? Some people might have been taken aback to receive a cookie tin full of penises in the mail, but not Dale Wells. Oh, no. It's exactly the sort of package the British artist and gallery owner was hoping to get when he offered penis amnesty to anyone who returns the several penises that had been snatched off of a statue of his town's mythical founder. Buy me some penis and cracker jack. He's got the last laugh. A handwritten note scrawled on a printed newspaper article about the missing members included the package. Reads, pick these up after cleaning granddad's house. Think they are what you're looking for. But the statue in question is made of fiberglass. While the six mystery male penises are not. It looks like clay, the artist told the local newspaper i mean i haven't bitten into them or anything like that but yeah they think they're just simply clay so he's still on the lookout for his statue penises that's all i got for you we'll come back with florida ohio get ready to play the game that's sweeping the nation public drunkenness exotic animals dumb criminals random stabbings or maybe just some good old-fashioned debauchery. Ah. Everything's on the table. It's the Sunshine State versus the Buckeye State as we play Florida or Ohio. And as always, listeners, feel free to play along at home. Florida or Ohio is brought to you by Finishing Chicago. Great finishes start with contractors from FinishingChicago.com. Woman arrested after allegedly slapping her mom in the face over a pizza argument. A woman was arrested after an argument with her mom over pizza escalated into a full-blown assault. Mom obviously didn't have the much-needed respect for the pie. Right? It was a Connie's pizza. The daughter's like, Connie's pizza's the best, and mom wasn't playing that game, so... As much as I love pizza, you can never, you can never, ever get into a fight with your mom over pizza. No, you shouldn't get in a physical fight with your mom over anything. Jaquila Mobley was arrested and charged with battery after... Kind of pizza. Her mother, after she told her mother that she was going to make a pizza, but her mother countered by saying she was already making breakfast and offered to share... Her mother then it's told mom actually offered, pizza. offered some breakfast as well. Her mom then told Mobley she did not need to make a pizza, and that's when the argument allegedly escalated. Mobley grabbed some food and smacked her mom in the face with it. With the pizza? Well, I don't think the pizza ever got made. It was, it was with uh, breakfast food. Yeah. With a pancake? Jeff Saturday was there to provide pancakes. For the event. How do you know that he, she was smacked in the face with breakfast food? It says in the story. Because when the cops showed up, she had cereal all over her face. Maybe a Pop-Tart. 
This is crazy. You know the guy that created the Pop-Tart died last week, just for your, you know. Really? If anybody asks you a question and you're in like a trivia contest. He was that in his like late 90s oh, yeah. too, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a good invention too. You think that so? changed the way breakfast yeah. on the go really, really went, right? I mean, what, like, what, what did you get to? There was the donut and what else? The English muffin. Right. Toast or, or a bagel or an English muffin. But like to to have something like that, you, know, you that can't just take a big bowl of scrambled eggs with you. We used to take uh, that to the beach. Scrambled was, eggs. Was, uh, <laughs> just taking scrambled eggs to the beach. And one of my first childhood memories, like we used to go to up up in one of those uh, small beaches, like in Wadsworth or somewhere. <laughs> what was one of those lakes up there? Were they we, real beaches? What what where did uh? Blues Brothers do do they where they used to in the Joliet. movie? No, they 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 were down in Joliet, but then they did the tour up north with those water slides, and they were literal slides in the water, not the New Age water slides. Up north, talking they, about Indiana Beach. No slides in the water. I'm talking about in the northern suburbs, somewhere like Wadsworth or somewhere Antioch. up there. Antioch. Let's go to Antioch. Somewhere like that, but whatever. We used to take like pop tarts to the beach and not toast them and just eat them out yeah. of the foil. Yeah, pop tarts un un. Untoasted, not toasted, or fine. Yeah, they were good. Especially my favorite were all these cinnamon sugar. Yeah, I never Uh, toast it. So, uh, so that's it. That's the story. Is there any other detour? I'm going Cleveland. Wow. Yes. Um, you know what? I have been wrong. I think I'm on a heater of like seven correct or uh, seven straight wrong answers. And whenever that happens, I go right back to Tampa. It's my it's my happy place. That's probably good. Math, my happy place for Florida or Ohio. Yeah, I feel like uh, Florida is a safe haven for familial friction, so I'll go with Florida as well. It took place in Ocala, Florida. Yeah, streak starts right now. You had some real good nonsense the other day. That's not so much. I don't want anybody. I don't want anybody slapping their mom. That's not acceptable. (laughs) Thank you. That's a good public service. What was the What was the other one that you had the other day? You had a good put up. Um, we had the uh, the porn on the TVs. Yeah. Oh, did you hear that story? Oh. No, can Give you show me that me story that. real quick? No, let's do, we'll it, do next. it next. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Luke Stuckmeyer has weighed in on where the beach was uh, too. In, really? In, uh, yeah. Blues Brothers. Luke uh, likes. Remember the yeah. Luca likes? Uh huh. For sure. He had a good rant on Jerry Reinsdorf the other day too. I don't know if you saw it. I did not. Uh, all right. Uh, coming up next, we'll share that story. Then uh, Aki's A list. And Justin Steele is going to join us at 530.